Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yeah, that's right. The DBS boys are back. Another edition of the Zone Boxing Show podcast. This is where I get in my comfort zone. Barack, we're going to talk some some signing today, right? Some big business. That's right. You know, the, the guy, he was, he was part of a little sweepstakes right there, the Belenga sweepstakes. Mm. And, and it looks like Eddie won. It's a great position to be in, you know, where there's several, you know, promoters that are reaching out and offering you deals. That's not a bad place to be in considering, you know, he parted ways with top rank company mm -hmm. that, that did help him, you know, start his career. Become a star, the, basically. Yes, become a star. <laughs> become a star and, in the Puerto Rican community. You know, were, a lot of people know him outside of the Puerto Rican community. He's a star. No doubt. And it wasn't, you know, for the most part, there wasn't bad blood when it came to that. So uh, they, they parted. I don't know. There's always some <laughs> stuff behind the scenes, you know, right, we don't really it, know there, about. There's There's been a lot of worse breakups with top ranking other fighters. <laughs> it, it seems to be respectful on both parts. I, I read, I read some interviews with Bob Arum talking, hey, I wish him the best. And, you know, we just didn't agree. His father's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. So it really wasn't bad. But, you know, in all walks of life, mm -hmm. it's it's good to be desired. So, yes, you leave one great company that has really, really built your career to go to another one. And it, yeah, it's not, not everybody that man. not everybody can say that, you know, no. that, that they're in a position that they were desired, you know, including no. our producer, Josh. He's definitely... Um, Hasn't felt that before, but look, it's something that I think that people, and he can jump in here and talk because I'm trying to give him his layup here to respond to that, Barack, or, or do you think I should cut him off? Yeah, he has, <laughs> he has no wisdom at all. He has Josh, no knowledge. Well, let me ask he him, has Josh. no knowledge of the sport. You know Josh, when's the last time you've been desired? Please tell the people. Desired? Yeah, desired. we were just talking about uh, Edgar Berlanga being Other than your mother. promoters. Oh, Gotten back into the dating game, so I'll say about a week ago, my friend. I'll keep you keep you posted there. Maybe, okay. maybe we okay. could land. Maybe we could land a, a Mrs. Friedman and give a lovely Mama Friedman a nice grandchild. We'll see. I'm I'm praying for you. I would love I to it. eavesdrop on that uh on that date, Barack. Oh, that sounds <laughs> nasty. You know what? I, I mean, I I have, pitched, I have pitched following you for an entire day, and uh, you know, maybe we can put the zone cameras if it gets to a third and fourth date. You know, we'll no, we need we need hidden cameras though, so people can see the true Josh on a date. Go a lot better than that dating show we did. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I mean, it, it sucks when you when you put together a dating show with three women and none of the women really want Josh. You know, there's nothing we can do about that, Josh. We cannot control. Literally, there's hardly anybody on this planet, right? That wants no, you. Barack, you're absolutely right. And going into the dating pool with uh, Ox, you know, who he went out <laughs> with in middle school and who wanted to get a song played on the air. I mean, it's no wonder I didn't find the love of my life that day. You know, you uh, kind of started there. You said oh Ox. It was like a SL, like you. Yeah, I was gonna leave. Yeah, keep it PG. No, 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 no. Yeah. This is all legitimate dating show. But listen, I'll tell you what. This guy Eric Berlanga was sorted out for, and he picked a side. All right, let's get into it. What's up, champ? What's up, guys? How's everything, man? Great, Good, man. man. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. You know, when 
when last time we spoke to you, uh, you had parted ways with top rank and there were some ideas. I had predictions in my head or I felt like who you were going to, you was going to go with. I wasn't sure though, but you made it clear that matchroom was the way to go. First thing I want to ask you is what was the determining factor? Was it Canelo Alvarez? Cause that's what people were saying. Uh, it was that, you know, um, obviously getting to that fight, uh, we sat down with Eddie Hearn and he said like, yo champ, like, Got to do, you know, these next two fights. Fight to you know, line you up with that fight, and uh, said it's a massive fight. You know, it's Puerto Rico against Mexico. You know, you already got the experience that you needed. You know, ten rounds, so you know, a little bit more season, and and, and we're ready for that big step. Plus, you know, the um, what I loved about them was that they actually like care about their fighters. Like, the stuff that I was bringing up, like, you know, how, you know, I'm, I'm an entertainer. So I'm like, yo, like, I want to do this. You know, I want my walkout entrance. You know, I want it to be like this. And like, yeah, whatever you want. You know, like, we all, we all for, for everything. You know, um, we're opponents, too. You know, give, give, giving us the right opponents, you know, for the right money. You know, not fighting tough opponents for, 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 for low money. You get what I'm saying? Like, find decent opponents, good opponents that'll get me to that level, to the big fights and get paid at the same time, you know? So it was just a lot of things overall that we fell in love with. And you know, we did now with matching. You know what's crazy? It, it was the defining factor for Canelo too. Like when he got with Matchroom, when Eddie was like, hey, I'll pay for you to come out with this particular artist. Canelo was like, oh snap, really? Wow, like nobody ever treated me like that before. So you mean at top rank, they wouldn't say, okay, how much is Bad Bunny? Boom. Let's go. Yeah, it was like, well, like with me, they, they, like a lot, like practically every artist don't charge me like to walk me out. So if y'all see an artist like pull up to the fights or anything, it's off the strength for me. Wow. You know, they come like, don't know walk me out. Yeah. Um, possibly I could have another, I got a sum in the line right now, right now. Uh-oh. That I'm Uh-oh. Right now. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, so, Barack, I don't, I don't think Jay Balvin charged Canelo to walk him out either, bro. Yeah, I don't think that. I don't, I think, I don't I believe. Think, oh no, I know he got paid. He did a whole performance. He got paid. Yeah, you know but what, that's his he got man. paid by that's Eddie. You know what cost the ticket? They they told me was the production. You know, like yeah. the, the fireworks and you know shows. The, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That I, I know for a fact costs money. But uh, you know, Jay Balvin, that's his brother, man. So I know he did it off the strength, you know, off the arm and stuff. Yeah. But I. A lot of artists, you know, when they walk out of fighting, you know, they're doing it off the arm. Certain, fight, certain artists, you know, make the fighters pay. But, uh, yeah, man, I saw him. I fell in love with with, uh, with, with Eddie, man. And, and that room was like, you know, he told me, like, yo, we up for that, man. Like, we love the entertainment. We love okay. the we love the big artists. We love the performances. Like, we love all that. You know? Yeah, that's but, important to Eddie Hearn and Matchroom, man. Like, he, he he does it fancy and he, and he does it right. Uh, can you talk a little bit about what Oscar De La Hoya and Golden Boy offered you? Uh, and how did that conversation go? Um, well, Oscar, you know, Oscar's a great dude, man. Like, he's a guy, you know, it was my first time I was sitting down with him and talking to him. And, uh, you know, he's a legend. Um, I actually caught a great vibe from him as well. Like, he's the type of guy that I could hang out with. Like, wow. My fights, I could call him, like, yo, oh, like, what's up? Like, let's, you know, let's take the wives out. Let's, let's, let's go on vacation, man. And we can hang out. We can yeah. chill. Type of, you know, that's the type of uh, connection I had with him. I was like, damn. Like, you, you can go to his doctor and get your abs chiseled like that. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So with, with Oscar, um, you know, he offered two great things. You know, um, 
you know, the money, you know, and um, yeah, <laughs> and, <laughs> the money. Uh, if he could have got to the Canelo route as well, you know, he was bringing up Mugia, which is a hell of a fight for me. Yes. You know, that's a big fight right there. Me and Mugia, Mexico versus Puerto Rico, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, but yeah, man, you know, just certain Did things. Did he also say that he could, he can lead you to the road to Canelo as well? Yeah, he said that. Um, He said that, but I know that him and Canelo's beefing, you know, so we was just trying to see like, mm, you know, like maybe that wouldn't happen, that won't happen, you know, because of mm -hmm. the guys with Canelo, you know. Right. But um, yeah, man. So uh, yeah, you know, we chose Matchroom, man. You know, Matchroom. I felt like had to we had to had the better offer, you know, better relationship as well, you know, as far as business. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I was saying that on a podcast the other day, like it's the easiest route to Canelo is obviously through Matchroom. Now, after you, because not only did Matchroom seek you, but you said Floyd called you and you just spoke about Oscar De La Hoya. He was telling you. Um, the things he could do for you. Right after y'all meeting with Oscar, Oscar posted a picture of you on his Instagram. How did you feel about that? Even though you know you you wasn't even making a decision yet. Uh, I felt honored, man. You know, like from you know what I was telling you, Barack, before. Like, I I, I was I was I felt like I was I was depressed this last yeah. like I almost a year now since my last fight. You know, dealing wow. with all suspension thing, dealing with you know uh, the injury. Injuries, um, you know, really my first time ever getting bashed like on social media and people hating on me. I was not used to that, wow. you know. Mostly, I'm yeah. always used to people like, you know, yo, the champ, you know. And then now I'm actually getting like hate, hatred. Yeah. It's like, damn, like yeah. I never experienced that. So, like the first probably three months of after my June fight, like I was depressed, bro. Like, I was going wow. through it, but then, you know, I sat down and you know I spoke with my dad, I spoke with my team. I'm like, you know, Keith Conley. I'm like, yo, man, like. You know, like, after haters, man, after whatever anybody got to say, you know, I take a look at Floyd, you know, like, Floyd did it. You know, Floyd became this big, big fighter in, in, in the sport of boxing and made millions and millions of dollars of people just hating him and paying him to see him lose. So, you know, I got over that, man. You know, I you know, I started going to church and stuff again, you know, found God. Um, and, yeah, Amen. man, we here now, you know. Uh, I'm just happy to be here. I'm blessed. I'm humbled enough to say that I'm... I'm you know, I had everybody reach out to me the way it was. I didn't expect that. You know, mm -hmm. Floyd, man, called me up. Uh, I Heyman, you know, uh, Oscar, Eddie, you know, even I got a hit up from uh, from BLK Prom as well, you know. So wow. it's like, thanks, hey, man. Hey, like, hey, 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 um, Edgar, I was going to ask you that about PBC and Al Heyman. Did yeah. they also make a play and an offer at you? Yeah, they did. Uh, they, were just, they just wanted to see what we wanted. And you know, keep I know keep you know keep keep is a beast, man. Like you know, <laughs> go for the top of the top, you know. But uh, you know, I feel like you know it wasn't the right moment for that. You know, what I'm saying the moment right now is is, is Matro zone. Listen, right. uh, you you mentioned being depressed and some things weren't going your way with the injuries, and that injury affected other things recently. You know, they've been showing a trailer for Creed 3, which you were supposed to play a heavy role in that movie. How upset were you when you saw that trailer saying to yourself, like, damn, this injury and everything that went wrong messed me up. I should have been in that movie. Yeah, man. Uh, yo, I had the movie. I'm telling you, man, we had the contract already. We was about to sign the contract. Uh, Michael Michael had already everything set up for me. My mom, you know, the... um. The trailer, the hotel, the the rental cars. Um, you know, shout out to Paul Rivera too. That's my man. He's with uh, he's with uh, LeBron James. You know, he's with uh, with the Spring Hill Company. You know, he's doing the shop right now with LeBron and uh, Matt Carter. That's right, my right, brother right. right there. 
Oh, he man. He's that? the one that plugged me in with that whole movie situation. You know, yeah. he made it happen, you know. So I got love for that dude forever, you know. And um, he, uh, yeah, man. But, you know, the whole injury thing happened, you know. And, uh, but I, when when it dropped, you know, I was heartbroken. I was like, damn. I hit a Paul. I hit a PR. I'm like, yo, Paul, man. I sent him the trailer. I'm like, yo, we supposed to be in that. And he was like, yo, don't worry, champ. Like, you're going to be in the next one. Did you, Before, did, you, uh, you. did you speak to Michael B. Jordan after... After uh, you know, you got moved out of the film. Yeah, you know, he he spoke to me. He was trying to uh he was fighting with the um with the you know the people that gotta give you the insurance for the yeah. movie, like start yeah. to do movies and stuff. They didn't want to give it to me because uh, you know, we was posting up that we was just coming back and you know, top rank was posting up everything of my rehab and stuff. So they was a little iffy about everything, you know. Mm. And uh, yeah. I I can understand I'm not I'm not a I'm not an actor, you know what I'm saying? I'm not a a big time actor where they need me in the film, you know. So right. you know, I just took it on the chin, man. I'm just glad to be to be in that was I was in that position yeah. uh to be offered that that type of role, man, because I was a big, 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 big role, you know. So I'm just blessed, man. But, but you're young man and, and, and there'll be more roles out there. So I think eventually yeah. you will touch that screen for sure. Especially if you uh, keep winning. Now speaking of keep winning, I figure maybe if you have two nice high profile fights that might get you to Canelo. Some people might say more. Some people might say, hey, you got to fight the winner of Benavidez and Plant. If there were two names that you had to beat to earn a fight at Canelo, what would those names be? Uh I'll say like uh me, I'll say like a Mungia and uh a triple G. Mm, okay. I like wow. You know, I feel like you know triple G right now, you know, obviously just finished fighting Canelo. Uh, Munguia is Mexican, you know, he's young, he's a, like he's a real Mexican, you know, and he already, he, he, he did numbers, you know, mm -hmm. so I already, I, I seen what he did, you know, when he fought Rosado, main events and stuff, so I feel like a Munguia and a Triple G. Are those okay. two fights or two fighters that Eddie have, has mentioned or mentioned to you during your negotiation? Um, not, not really, nah, uh, Munguia he mentioned, uh, Matter of fact, he did mention Triple G too. You know that that could be a big fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know. Do you guys have a law or like a, a multi-fight deal? If so, how many fights? Yeah, we got a, a three-fight deal with them. Nice. A four, so it's like a four-fight deal. You know, so we got somewhere. You know, we fight two fights. Fight Canelo. We beat Canelo, and there's the rematch clause. We got a rematch. Oh shoot! Clause. So three yeah, fights are potentially four. Yeah, man. So, so these two I'm, fights I'm, right here are the most important fights in your life career, right now life. to get to that Canelo fight. And, and, and think about this. Canelo got to keep winning, too, because he he, he might fight Bivol. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. he lost to Bivol already, so Canelo has to keep winning as well. But I just seen, I just seen they just posted something up with uh, that they're they trying to make Matchroom, trying to make uh, the Bivol versus Arthur Betterbeam. Right, right. Um, I, I, I like to see that stuff. fight. And June, so yeah, that that that's that's a firework fight right there, man. I'm just right. yo, listen, man. I'm just happy to be with Matchroom. You know what I'm saying with the zone mm -hmm. with you guys, with my brothers, man. Uh, Eddie Hearns is a goat. You know he made it happen. You know, like I always say, he a legend, man. He came from overseas, came to the U.S. and took over. Right. You know, so no doubt. Listen, I mean, we're happy to obviously have you here at the zone. Looking forward to what's next. Is there a name, a date, something being thrown around or discussed? For you, next time in the ring, um, I I would say, but I don't know if I I don't think I have the um the authority to say it right now. The authority to say it right now, but uh, we're looking at a fight there right now. We got an opponent locked in already. Okay. So, uh, 
Yeah, I don't know about. Yeah, I'm not. I'm gonna hold back on this. You privy to announce that? Yeah, you you want to wait for the official announcement? All right, we'll we'll wait for it. No, 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 we ain't waiting. Yeah, I'm just I'm just waiting for matrimony and keep you know keeping my dad and make sure you know tell me like yo you could do it you know. That sounds good. You ain't even telling us who's walking you out. You ain't telling us nothing. Listen, nah, out of nah, all those celebrities, give, give, give Barack something exclusive. Give Barack something, something exclusive. Come on. What, uh, what what does everybody you know, give us something that nobody else knows? Um, I'm I'm gonna keep it a buck, man. Like I'm 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 in talks right now with uh with Weezy with Lil Wayne. Oh wow! Get with me, you know what I'm saying with him. I'm in talks with him and his crew right now. So okay, wow. well, who, who's to... gonna be your trainer? Uh, are you still working with Dre? What's up? Who's your trainer? Um, Mark Ferrite. Um, actually, my first trainer, the one that made the monster. You know, nobody don't know, but uh, before like the whole blow up thing or the first round knockouts, you know, yeah, he was the one that made me. You know, he started me from basically scratch. I feel like you know when he grabbed me from the amateurs, he, he seasoned me into a pro, into a knockout artist. Right. You know, and uh, we never had a fallout. Now, you know, it was just certain things that was going on in, in Tampa that I didn't like, not with him, but with somebody else. And uh, mm -hmm. you know, I just, I just kept it going. You know, I came to New York, signed, signed with Keith, whatever, and uh, you right. know, my career, you know, progressed. But uh, yeah, I'm going back over there, man. You know, I need to go back. That you know, Mark is my, he's my, how, how I could say, like a custom model. He's my Eddie Reynoso. <laughs> he's my Freddie Roach. You know, he made the monster, man, and he knows me in and out. You know, he built me. You know, it's like building a Bugatti, man. Like he man. built something that nobody could, 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 you know, could maintain. Man, it's hard, you know. So, uh, and I mm -hmm. guess this was the destiny. You find your way back to him where it started. Um, obviously, you're a much bigger name now, but there's a certain comfort level. He knows you best. So, good luck with that, champ. Uh, yeah. On that note, uh, ho hope to hear an announcement sooner as to what's next for you. And good luck on your journey with Matchroom. All right, thank you, my bro. I appreciate you guys, man. The zone. Absolutely. Likewise, man. Take it easy, All right. brother. All right, Barack. So match room it is. Eddie Hearn, it is. I guess Oscar I mean, lost out on this one. This was so obvious. This this was so obvious. Even though Oscar could have possibly got him the fights he wants, but the end or be all that end goal was Canelo. It was not gonna happen. You know, I'm sure that's how Eddie was able to sell it. Like, hey, listen. Your only way to Canelo is through me. You know Canelo doesn't have a great relationship with Oscar. Probably would never fight well, with, not with Golden Boy. Not necessarily, Barack. I mean, because to my understanding, that PBC, you know, had their hat in the mix. I, I don't know, you know, uh, I, I know that they can make a fight with Canelo. So I guess Eddie just had overall the best deal. No one makes the fight with Canelo like Eddie does. Yeah. And Eddie keeps... PBC, yes. Possibly, possibly only because of who Canelo is. Canelo's that guy who will fight anybody anywhere. So you know what? He probably would fight a golden boy fighter. But the thing is, is that Eddie's going to keep you busy. That, that's obvious. Kind of like Top Rank was doing. He, Eddie keeps all his young fighters busy. And he has Canelo. It's, it's just easy. It's just too easy. It makes sense. Now, I know a lot of people complaining, saying, hey, this guy hasn't earned it. But he got some time now. Now let's see what, who he fights next. At least two to three fights. I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to what how Eddie's gonna map it out. Um, you know, we love the kid. We want to see him do well. So I'm happy about that. Um, we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we will touch on this weekend's fights. Little preview, right? Don't you move. We'll be right back. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You know, Barack, John Fury is very vocal, very confident in his son, despite of his love of opponents or how he's looked in certain fights as of recent. But I guess there's a comfort level that John Fury has because of the fact that Jake isn't an experienced fighter and hasn't been around a sport as long as Tommy has been. But I think that could be a mistake, Barack. Now, I don't know what John knows, but I think people need to start respecting and and treating Jake as a real fighter. Yes, a pro, uh, not a prospect, but uh, a young fighter, uh, you know, only fighting, you know, six rounds or eight rounds, but nevertheless, a real professional fighter. Because sometimes you might have something special, even without you might lack an experience. Um, that doesn't mean you you don't have something else, another X factor that can get you by fighting a more experienced fighter. And I think they need to be real careful with that. I uh, know. I think we need to be more careful with using the word experience when we're talking about Tommy Fury. First of all, True. where's the proof of this experience? Like, well, when I say a, that, I'm saying being a, around the family, Barack. I don't mean. But all right, but but there's a difference between being around boxing and being trained how to box, True. you know, because George Foreman had a bunch of sons, all named George Foreman. Most of them ain't boxing. The ones that did didn't go, didn't go far, to. you know, and then you got Gary Russell senior who had a bunch of sons and they're all pretty good. <laughs> yeah, they were all trained in boxing to your point. Exactly. <laughs> so you can be around Miguel Cole got a couple of sons and they ain't putting on gloves. So you could be around the sport all your life, but not be a good boxer and not have any experience. Now we look at his record. His record says the same, almost the same kind of experience that Jake Paul has. And I'm not talking about opponents. I'm just talking about in time, the length. He doesn't really have that much experience. Right. Well, is it fair to say that Jake has a better resume than Tommy and actual more experience with 
you know, like with real battle it's, no, tested. No, it's not fighters. safe to say that. No, <laughs> it's it not is what it because is. you're gonna look, you're gonna look bad. You know, it's not safe to say that just because. Okay. But is it I, true? Damn, damn it, being safe is it true? No, not, it's just because I hold silver to high regard. Most of the world is really not looking at silver the way I'm looking yeah, at it. But him. compare silver <laughs> to Tommy's. Opponents, all of them. I, I compare, think Silver's better than every opponent Tommy even, has ever fought. Compare even Tyron Woodley to Tommy. Uh, I'm not going to compare. I'm not no, going to compare just saying, Tyron listen, Woodley because I'm not he's, saying Woodley, he's not a boxer. We know he's not a boxer. I understand that. I'm aware of that. I'm saying compare him and his level of skill to the opponents that Tommy Fury has faced. I mean, he's he's not that skillful as a boxer. You know what I'm saying? You know, just My because boy, he's exactly. a great MMA fighter. Just because he's a great MMA fighter, he wasn't a skillful boxer. It takes time to really narrow that down, to, to really get that down pat. You still ain't you know? answering my questions, but I let well, you listen, slide on this. They I, I like Anderson Silva, and I think he's a very good opponent. I think he's a very good opponent. Seriously. People are not calling him a boxer, even though he had professional fights. And he beat a real boxer that, that, that none of those guys that Jake Paul beat or none of those guys before... And none of those guys that um, Tommy, Fury. Tommy Fury has beaten can can beat him. Right. You understand? Can beat Chavez Jr. I'm right. pretty sure of that. Yeah. So I, I hold Anderson Silver in high regards, you know. But after that, nobody else. But but I, I look past that. I look at the eyeball test. I look at skill set. I look at coordination, and it just it looks different. It doesn't look like Tommy Fury is the more Season experienced guy. Fighter. Yeah, I mean, I like that point. I mean, when you really look at it from a time perspective, like how long these guys been actually competing at a high at that level, not a high level, but at, that <laughs> at a low level. level. You know, you know, I mean, meaning uh, at a just level competing. Where, That's it. Just competing. No, 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 no. But at a level where people are watching, right? At a level where there are eyeballs, there's awareness. But regardless of who you, nah, fight, you can't really say that because they're, they're at the bottom. Is just that no. their awareness is because of. One, the name, that's right. Fury. But, but and the that's, other one, he's famous already. But that's on my point. I'm not talking about the level of the opponents are high. I'm talking about the level of of eyeballs on them, especially with Jake Paul and Tommy gotcha. Fury just recently fought on a big card on the undercard of uh Floyd Mayweather. So there there are a lot of eyeballs on both of these guys. So I'm saying all I have to say that a little bit added pressure. You know, you're fighting a, a, a in front of a lot of people in, in the venue and all around the world because these guys, you know, people like them, especially Jake before boxing. So I think that Jake has handled that well. Uh, Tommy, I haven't seen enough of him. I haven't seen him face adversity. I did see Jake face adversity against Anderson Silver. And I, I saw Jake suck it up. And I saw Jake pull, fight through some tough spots in that fight because Anderson had some moments in that fight. I haven't seen that with, with Tommy yet. So... I think this would be the that's first a, that's time. That's a very good point. I think this is the first time, in my opinion, because I do see Jake applying some real pressure and putting Tommy Fury in some vulnerable uh, moments throughout the fight. So now we're going to see if Tommy Fury can deal with that. We've seen Jake deal with it. Right. That, that's a very good point. Now, uh, we also seen Jake get rocked by um, Tyron Woodley and, and come back, you know, right. keep his composure cool. and fight to win that fight. You know, um... Tommy has a whole lot of confidence. 
and and his heart if we, we want to talk about being around boxing and being from a boxing family if he has that kind of heart that the Furies have then he will have no problem <laughs> he will have no problem no matter what happens in that ring you know I'm loving the confidence and and you you had brought up that John Fury was confident um for his son but also Tyson Fury he's saying he's saying some pretty big allegations saying you know, if, if my brother loses, if Tommy Fury loses, I'm going to retire him myself. Now, <laughs> obviously, you you have no power to retire anybody. But to say that would make the crowd, if he loses, say, okay, Tommy, you got to retire. Tyson Fury, retire him, you know. So these are pretty big claims. Yeah, I mean, look, part we all know that that Tyson says a lot of things out there. And he puts a lot of things out on social. So, you know, we don't think he's going to take that to the grave. I I do feel that maybe he's adding a little pressure, a little motivation to his brother. Hey, like, you're supposed to beat this guy. You're supposed to beat this guy. So get it done. I don't necessarily agree with that. Look, at the end of the day, this is a fight that I will be watching. um, And it's going to be on the zone, uh, pay-per-view in Canada and Brazil. Yeah, I'm going to be in Canada that day. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be in Canada that day. <laughs> so I yeah, guess we absolutely. might have to watch it on another platform. Nevertheless, it will be on the zone pay-per-view in some territories. All right. So you don't want to miss that. It's that simple. At least somehow Barack Josh has found his way into these uh boardroom meetings and and find a way to get on the podcast. Yeah, because he wants again. the show canceled. You know, that's why. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. All right, that's some oh. sort of segment here called Seven Second Challenge. Josh, talk to me about this. Yeah, the Seven Second Challenge. So basically, I have three questions for each of you guys. We'll do it wait, on. Wait, wait. Is this your sex life or what, what is it? Wow, bro. That, that's, wow. Real nice. My mom <laughs> listens to this podcast. Real nice. Oh, you know that's getting cut out. I was oh. just joking. Stop. No, I'm, I'll leave it in. You know, I don't know why you would overestimate me, but I appreciate it. Yeah, um, so, no. This is, this is where you each get three questions. We'll go three questions each on this weekend's big fight, which this weekend is Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury. You have seven seconds or less to answer each one. All right? Okay. All right, let's go. That's a little too long for me because I only need like three seconds. Oh, I'm quick. Let's go. All right. Who, we'll start with you first, Barack. Here we go. Oh, How many rounds did Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury go? Five. All right. Th- three seconds. Nicely done. Ah, who has more on the line this weekend, Jake Paul or Tommy Fury? Jake Paul. Wow, that was the, that was even quicker. Okay, fair enough. Barack, who are you rooting for? Who would what would it be better for boxing? Who wins? Jake Paul. Wow. Okay. Very nice. Again, you guys are doing well at this. We might have to rename this to the maybe two second challenge. Mm-hmm. Ak, let me ask you this: Who's going to be the fan favorite this weekend? Jake Paul. You think so? Over in uh, Saudi Arabia? Okay. Hell not, no. Not, not not in Saudi. I mean, overall, yeah, fan favorite. Overall. Okay. I mean, if you're talking about in the building. Yeah, Tommy Fury's on that side of the world. Man, right, that's gonna, like 17 seconds. Yeah, that was long. I'm, I'm going to say, Ak, you didn't do too well on that challenge there. Man. Brock. No, yeah. because you in, uh, you interjected. interjected. Hey, I'm the you judge, Jerry. It became a conversation. After. Fine, fine, judge. Let's go. This is counting in your answer, Brock. You're already over I'll ask you this, Brock. I'm putting you on the spot. I know you don't like predictions, but whatever. Who wins this weekend, Jake Paul or Tommy Fury? Jake Paul wins. Wow, a prediction in under a second from the bully. I like it. Uh, who cares? All right, Ak, we'll, uh, we'll go off the prediction uh, theme here. I'll ask you this. How does the fight end? Distance. 
goes the distance. Okay, I like it. You know what? I'm going to say you guys both won that challenge. Well done. The seven-second challenge, first ever edition. Yes, you are dealing with Agam Baraki, right? You know, it's not some of these fighters here trying to answer questions. Professional. <laughs> Dude just crapped on every fighter. Not every of them. Some of wow. them do. Most of them don't. Wow. This guy. Uh, wow, that's crazy. Man. So, hey, Josh, is that our show for today? Is it, is, is it, oh, are we finished or are we done? Yeah, peace and love. Stay safe. We're out of here. All right, there you go. That's the exit.